This is a headgum podcast. Now, now let's start the show. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Spera. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is our Valentine's Day special. Happy Valentine's Day, Laura. Happy Valentine's Day, Angela, my work wife. No, this is like, you're very special. You're my, my other half. You are my other half. We This is a very special time for us. I'm so happy we're doing a Valentine's Day special. We almost didn't do it. And then the last week, we were like, wait, Valentine's Day is coming up. We have to do a Valentine's Day special. This is important. We have a dating podcast. Yeah, it's kind of our thing. It's our thing. Uh, guys, also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, a dating app for people that hate things. This is Angela. Right up my alley. Uh, right up your alley. And how Americans are spending less money on Valentine's Day than ever. This is, I think, good news for people that spend a lot of money. Maybe you don't have to. Uh, then we are diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, Angela, this is our Valentine's Day special. So let's talk Valentine's Day. Let's do it. This is fun. I want to know what your best and worst Valentine's Day is. That's kind of a cheesy question, but I want to know. I don't think um, we've actually talked about this in real life. No, we haven't. Okay, so my worst was by far my sophomore year of college because my sophomore year of college, I had a big falling out with all my dorm friends because I left um, AIM conversations up about them. No. It was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> what did you say in the AIM conversation? I remember saying like one girl's boyfriend looked like he was a serial killer and he <laughs> did and he kind of, like he wound up being crazy and they broke up. So, and he like, ended up murdering a lot of people. Um, and I don't know. I called somebody dumb. I was it, my bad. It was my bad. I'm not going <laughs> to defend myself. I was also in a dark place. I had gone through a breakup. Oh, okay. So I wasn't thinking straight and so I did all that and then I, I went out and then I came back and they were all held around my computer and they were like, we found your thing. Fuck. <laughs> oh my God. It's making me cringe. I'm it, getting yeah. goosebumps just thinking about it. So literally like that was halfway through my sophomore year and I from the half point of sophomore year till the end of sophomore year was like the most depressed I've ever been because everybody on my floor hated me. Oh no. You couldn't, I, like you couldn't just apologize and I they did, forgive? but they no, they were not having it. Um I mean like I still had like my good friends that actually went to school uh at another school nearby so I would just go stay with them a lot. Oh <laughs> but God. then that so that was the night before Valentine's Day. So then the next day I, we were in a tiny, tiny little room, me and my roommate. Like, literally, our beds were almost next to each other. And it was Valentine's Day the next day. Her boyfriend came to the room to, like, decorate. And he only decorated her side of the room. That's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> and they basically were both just, like, looking at me, waiting for me to get out. And I was like, all right, well, everyone hates me. Happy Valentine's Day. And I went home and hung out with my parents. Oh, God. Nothing is worse than having to go home sad and depressed and spending Valentine's Day with your parents, who are probably loving it up because your parents are very much in love still. Um, I mean... They, or not. They, maybe, I, maybe I know nothing <laughs> about your parents. They, they're definitely married. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> they're totally mar- No, I mean, this just, podcast is not about your parents' relationships. They're just not like affectionate in front of me. Oh. I'm sure when I'm not there, they're like two teenagers in love. Sucking face. Sure. So that was probably my worst. What was your worst? Oh, I go. Well, no, you go first. Or should, want- we let, should we both talk about our worst and then we'll talk about no, our no, best? No, 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 no. You go first. Because. <sighs> My worst and best is kind of the same. Whoa. What a roller coaster of emotions. So you talk about your best first. Okay. My best was the year we did our Valentine's Day (gasps) sketch show. This is why you're single Valentine's Day edition. Because that was the year that I met my boyfriend, Ian. And I and you guys, had you guys just been together for like we literally are like third date I think was on Valentine's Day yeah which normally would be awkward normally would but Ian like he he handled it well he texted me and was like I know it's just like a corporate holiday invented by Hallmark <laughs> but would you like me to cook you dinner I will make us Cornish hens that's so funny <laughs> and I was like I like how you're setting this up but also doing something sweet. It's not like you're being like, let's hang out on Valentine's Day, but like, who cares? Like, let's just like do something like go to Taco Bell. Like, I don't know, like something stupid. Like it was still romantic, but he was like, I'm acknowledging that this is cheesy. That's cheesy. And we've only been together three dates, but like also I don't want to be an asshole that doesn't ask you to hang out on Valentine's Day just because I think it's like a corporate holiday, like invented (laughs) by Hallmark. Plus I had invited him to come see our sketch show and then he didn't answer me for a few hours. And I was like, I was moving too quickly. Oh no. Like that was too much. And then he he came the day before, which was the day before response was being like yes i'll come to the show and let's hang out on valentine's day wow yeah big big deal and then the wall street journal wound up interviewing us remember and i remember because it was my fault yeah and laura said to the reporter from the wall street journal that i had a date on valentine's day because she asked if we were single i said no angela brought some guy from okcupid here tonight (laughs) right (laughs) and then she wound up writing about it in the wall street journal yeah and that and then Angela had to like tell Ian right like, hey so I know we've only been on like three dates but you're but forever, one of them is written about in print yeah and you're forever <laughs> tied to me when people like search your name right yep um but that was fun that was fun that yeah that was a fun that was a memorable one only because like it's the only only date I've ever been on that was written about by the Wall Street Journal so <laughs> and maybe it's not the last I hope it's not the last okay so my I have like a complicated relationship with Valentine's Day. Like when I was in high school, I used to like go around being like, fuck Valentine's Day. Like I'm throwing a stag party instead. And like, wait, I, and wait, a stag party. What think, is a stag party? Uh, I came up with, I don't know what it, that if there's an actual acronym, but I remember coming up with one. Oh God. What was it? It was like single, totally awesome <laughs> Uh, girl or guy oh i think in real life <laughs> stag party isn't that like a bachelor party i don't know but i know talking, it means I'm like a, google it i know it means like single person so i like had these signs and would like go around high school with these signs that said like stag party like single totally awesome guy or girl and um and i like wrote articles about how like you got you like it's better to like cooler to be like single on valentine's day Ugh. and i think that was just because i like <laughs> didn't have anyone right. um but i would say the best and worst was probably that same year that we had our show because that was probably one of our best shows we've ever done. It was a really fun run. But the reason that it's the worst is because that whole year, 
uh, I knew Nick was going to propose to me soon because we had gone to look at rings together and like a psychopath uh, three weeks before I had bought my dress (laughs) with Angela. I was there. Yeah. And I, you know, just to say if, if anybody was like, why did you let her do that? Angela, there's no stopping Laura, and she got a good well, you sale. Were, I, you got a good price. I got a good deal because they had the designer there, and he like was gonna custom make my like like a part of my dress for me, and he was like sketching it for me, and they were like had this special because the dress designer was there. His name's uh, Sharon Sharon, and he works for Galia Lahav. Anyways, yeah, we, um, we both kind of got swept up. Even yes, you did not even remotely try to stop me. You were all about. Well, it. I was like, are you? You're sure that this is going to happen, right? I remember calling my mom to tell her that I was going to buy my dress. My mom's like, how sure are you that Nick's going (laughs) to propose? I was like, we went and got the rings. Like, I'm pretty sure he bought it. Like, I think he bought it. We designed it with the designer with Lorraine Schwartz. Um, And uh, but I wasn't sure if he had bought it. And that had been like, I don't know, a really long time before, like six months, like maybe even longer. Or no, longer than six months. We had designed it like a while ago. Like, so I was waiting for him. I was just like waiting for it to be official because I don't, I'm kind of with the mindset that like engagements, they don't need to be like a huge surprise. Maybe the actual proposal can be a surprise just to keep that romance alive. But like getting actually married should not be a surprise. This is like a well, life no. decision that you're making. Like you need to make sure the both people are on board. You got to really talk about it. Like, do we want to be married? This is like a contractual agreement for like the next 60, 70, however old you are. Add some time to that. Like years. Normally it's going to be a lot longer than you've even been alive. Like you, you got to be on board with this. Like getting married is not a surprise. So yeah. like, yeah, you should have a chat about it. Exactly. <laughs> um, and like, make sure you have the same values and talk about money and kids. And you just got to make sure a lot of shit is together. Okay. This is not a surprise. So I didn't think it was weird that we talked about getting married and like, I knew this was going to happen. We decided we were going to do it soon. Anyways, I kept thinking it was going to happen. We had gone on like a vacation and it didn't happen. And then it was like the holidays. Uh, it was like Christmas and Hanukkah and it didn't happen. So I was like, all right, Valentine's Day, it's happening. And we had a show on the 13th and the 15th. So the 13th, I was all focused on the show. Then Valentine's Day comes around. I'm like, he's going to do it today. He's going to do it today. <laughs> but did you want to get proposed to on Valentine's Day? I feel like that's that's too mainstream for you. At that point, I didn't give a shit, Angela. <laughs> I had the dress. I did not give a shit. That's that's a good point. <laughs> uh, and we go to dinner and I'm back at our place and I go in the bathroom and I start crying and I completely ruin Valentine's Day. And I'm like, you don't want to marry me. <laughs> I would probably do the same thing, though, because I think he didn't realize. He, did he know you bought the dress? No, right? No, no. no fuck no. <laughs> you keep your crazy on the DL. You keep your crazy on the DL. <laughs> but yeah, that would definitely put that would increase my anxiety. And yes. And I was just like, I didn't, I didn't, this is not how I wanted to be proposed. I don't want to be crying. Like, why don't you want to do it? Yeah. Like you not, don't want a pity proposal. No, this is like not how I pictured this shit going down at all. This is like not the kind of person I am. I'm very independent. Like, I don't need some, I don't need a man. Like, like I'm happy on my own. You add to my life. But there I was on Valentine's day. I was that girl. I was everything that I claim to not be that I genuinely think that I am not. I'm like, why don't, are you ever going to? propose and then nick freaks the fuck out and nick's like you ruin everything 
Do you have, why can't you just let it happen? Why can't you just let it happen? And then I could just see it in his eyes that he was serious. I was like, oh, he had, he has a plan. He has a plan. And uh, me crying like today is about to ruin his plan. He genuinely has a plan. So then I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just like, whatever your plan is, just do it. Right. Well, good for Nick for not giving in in that moment and just being here. Here's the ring. Thank God. That would have. Yeah. Then then talk about a pity proposal. That would have been freaking horrible. So then I like shut up and I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. I just like I I was just like overthinking things and like I thought we were on the same page. Whatever. Um, The next day we have another show and I'm I'm on show days. I'm caught up on our show. So anyway, wait, that that's the worst part of my Valentine's Day. That was like a low point. Okay. The next day, because I consider Valentine's Day like Valentine's Day week, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes it falls on like a work day and you're like, "Eh, we'll go out on Friday. Yeah. And we still had our Valentine's Day show on the 15th. So then we go to our show and I'm totally caught up in the show. The show was amazing. I think that one was like sold out and I'm like basking in the glory of people's claps and my friends and I'm hugging people outside. And then I get called and then I get called onto the stage for a picture. Like, hey, Laura, they need you for a big cast picture. And I go onto the stage and there Nick is with the lighting. And and he was like down on one knee on the stage. And he had planned to throw me off. And he wanted to wait till my brother was in town. And my brother had come to town that day. And so he did it the day after Valentine's Day. And yep. it on was, stage in the spotlight. It was beautiful. It was perfect. And he's smart because I think he knew Valentine's day. I would be wondering about it. Christmas. I would be wondering about it, wondering about it. But on a show day, I'm like narcissistic. Like I am the star. Angela and I are the star. You guys, everybody leave us the fuck alone. We have to run lines. Like I'm not thinking about getting engaged. And so he knew my mind was somewhere else and he found a way to throw me off. And then it became the best Valentine's day. Yeah. I remember that moment because I thought we really were taking a picture on the stage. <laughs> and then Angela's and so then I, sad. And then I walked in and I was like, whoops, this is not for me. Oh, nobody <laughs> wants my picture. Nobody okay, wants my picture anymore. Are you sure you don't? Our whole cast knew about it. Everyone but me. <laughs> they didn't trust you to keep your mouth shut. But also it was good because they don't want to like, they don't want to throw yeah, you off before a show. That I definitely been would, I would have been thinking about it the whole time. That would have been messed up too. And it wasn't even my my proposal and I would have been like, Oh, so nervous. (laughs) So yeah, I I appreciate not knowing. I'm glad they didn't tell you because you are, you are a star of the show too. You can, you don't want to be like, yeah, thinking about someone else's proposal during your show. Right. During my moment. Yeah. So that was my, that's how my best and worst are the same. Sorry. That was a really long story. No, but that's a great story. Thanks. I was, I was glad to be there for it. Uh, Moral of the story. Keep your crazy on the DL. Well, but also, like, I think all of us would have freaked out like that. Yeah, maybe. I would have freaked out. But yeah, but yeah the, the proposal's coming tomorrow, guys. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. For all of us. He, like, in, in as many ways as he could, like, tried to not say that. But he had to be like, just don't ruin this. And I was like, oh, it's happening soon. But then by the next day, I forgot about it. Anyways, you ready to talk about what's in the news? Yeah. Let's talk about what's in the news then. Okay, so we're talking about my new favorite dating app. It's called Hater. Uh, New York Mag wrote about it. Gabriella Paella reported. I saw this article and I was like, this is Angela's name all over it. I am about to create an account just to see who in New York hates the same stuff that I do. 
Um, so this is this is how it works. It's a new dating app that publicly launches February eighth or launched February eighth. It's out. It says it flips the scripts of competitors and matches people based on things they mutually dislike. And this is perfect for Valentine's Day if you're, especially if you're like hating on Valentine's Day, and it's like leading up to it, and you like, or and you want to like, but you still want to go on a date with someone. You're like, yeah, let's just like hate. I want to know who hates the same things as I do. They might have Valentine's Day as an option. They give you like over it says over two thousand topics, including Donald Trump being gluten free, camping marijuana, butt selfies. I didn't even know butt selfies were a thing. To be honest with you. I couldn't get my arm around and get that. That's very difficult to achieve. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure Valentine's Day is also an option. And you you swipe on whether or not you hate those things. And then they connect you with people based on your compatibility of hating like Donald Trump. I like how Taylor Swift is an option. Like, do you like or hate her as a person? People do feel very strongly about her. There's no in between. There's no gray area. I go back and forth, actually. I think I'm in the gray area. Mostly I'm totally totally a taylor swift fan i met her long ago before she was really really famous she was with her mom was very very nice she was playing on stage no one gave a shit no one knew who she was and i like went over and talked to her afterwards i was like hey you're really good by the way i have your record i had her record like long before and you don't really like taylor swift yeah i know i'm sorry but but then sometimes she does things where i'm like i don't really like i don't like that hashtag taylor swift is over party yeah remember that just like her whole last relationship i was just like really like come not on. even her relationship she just like i don't know she's kind of i can't even like she, a she's just like she was like silent about the election and like whatever you're not obligated to talk about it but i was like come on taylor have an opinion it's because she has a lot of like country fans i think that are super trump voters she didn't want to ostracize herself well, you know what some things are more important than your money yeah taylor. i agree with that sorry sorry to get political about taylor swift but uh i what i really love about this app is it started as a joke as a sketch comedian laura you'll appreciate this it started as a sketch that this guy wrote and then he was like wait this is a pretty good idea and he created that's hilarious yep too bad we don't have any sketches that are great ideas that can become apps yeah we've never done them maybe maybe we will i think we joked about coming up with an app once but this is a better idea than any ideas we had yeah yep um, so yeah, guys, if you are a hater like myself, if you hate Taylor Swift and you want to meet somebody who also hates Taylor Swift, download Hater. What kind of things would you put on your profile for hating, Angela? Hmm. That's hard. That's hard. Um, I, I would normally say hating Brooklyn. What? But now I live there because I used to be so Queens loyal. Like I love people that like love Queens and hate Brooklyn. But now I live there. So it's complicated. Let's see. I hate a lot of things. But I just need to decide what like defines me. Like what I hate that defines me. I mean, me. you hate Donald Trump. I do hate Donald Trump. But like we're in New York. So duh, everybody hates Donald Trump for the most part. Um, I don't know. What do you hate? What do you hate, Laura? Um, I hate people that are tappers tap like tapping your finger on the table yeah like if you're sitting next to someone and they're tapping i'm like really i have like restless leg syndrome so i think that that i'm inclined towards restless tapping as well do you notice that about me i click pens i know you don't like that you 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 sometimes do the tap or you do the like playing with your necklace or something yeah i'm very fidgety i Uh, hate man spreaders i hate snoring i hate hate mansplaining yes that too 
I hate mirrors outside of dressing rooms. I hate store clerks that talk to me when I'm clearly trying to avoid eye contact. I hate salads that have too many of the greens and not enough toppings. Are you reading a list of things that you hate? No, this is just at the top of my head. Okay. All right. Fine. You caught me. I have actually have a list in my phone and my notes of pet peeves. I love that you have a hate diary. I have a hate diary. When something happens, it makes me feel better to add it to my list. I just live my life in a state of constant blind rage. (laughs) So I think it's really, it's actually very healthy and constructive that you get specific. Yeah. Those are just some of the things on my (laughs) hate diary that I keep. All right. You want to know what I'm reading about? Yeah. I was reading the New York Post. This is an article by Lisa Fickenshaw. It's about how Americans are falling out of love with Valentine's Day. For the second time in four years, Americans are spending less moolah on Valentine's Day with fewer of them even planning to celebrate it. Consumers this year will cut their V-Day spending on crushes, spouses, and family members by 7% to... Okay, but this is still like a lot of money. Uh, they're going to be spending about $136.57 on average. And that's on average. So we're talking about like those suckers that just bought you like a $17 teddy bear. And then you got like the millionaires that are buying like diamond, sapphire, emerald necklaces. Like the average is $136, which seems a little high to yeah, me. Yeah, but I guess if you... F- figure there's dinner included in that that's not crazy yeah maybe um it also says that just 54 percent are planning to honor the day which is down a percentage point from last year uh the nrf found which is the national retail federation total spending is expected to decline eight percent to 8.2 billion which is still a lot of money but you know you know, I always celebrate it. I, I have no ill will towards Valentine's Day. Even when I was single, it, it really, it was always a fun day to like eat some candy. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Like uh, Dr. Ruth, who, you know, is the iconic relationship. Love, love little Dr. Yeah. Ruth. She says that uh, her best advice is for couples to give each other a wonderful massage, <laughs> maybe without it leaving, leading to sex. It doesn't have to lead to sex, just hugging and kissing. Uh, that's, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do that don't cost money. Oh, so they're saying people are celebrating less because of like people's financials, not because they're just not into Valentine's Day at all. I don't know. I think it's both because people are not only spending less money, but only 54% are planning to honor the day. So it's kind of both. People are just kind of like, eh, fuck Valentine's Day. And they're also spending a little bit less. So Hmm. it's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, times are a little tough right now financially for me and Ian. So I know that we're like not going to go crazy. We're using you guys are still doing something really cute. Come on. Well, we have a couple of gift certificates that we're trying to decide between. We have uh, we got a gift certificate for a food tour. I mean, that's so so cute. That's like that's an amazing Valentine's Day. But like somebody else paid for it. So. So. But I'm just saying like I would I wish somebody else paid frugal. I wish someone else paid for all my dates. And don't tell him, but um, I got him a, a movement watch. Ooh, they're but, one of our sponsors. Not, I don't think they sponsored this episode. Did they? I don't know. But they do. They have sponsored before, so I, I did. I got him one. But he doesn't listen, so it's okay. Great. Great. Yeah. Uh, movement watches but are amazing. They're, they're super affordable. They are. They didn't even sponsor this podcast, and they're getting all that free press. <laughs> I'm happy to plug them. Yeah. Um. Guys, it is time for us to jump into our mailbox. But first, let's take a moment to thank some of our actual sponsors of this episode. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox? 
So in keeping with the Valentine's Day spirit this week, Laura, I picked two different questions that are from people who are in love. So romantic. Um, First up, we have a question from S. S says, I've been dating my boyfriend for six months and I am completely in love. I honestly think he might be the guy I marry. A few days ago, we were talking about my housing for my senior year of college, and he asked me to move in with him. This would be about six or seven months from now after we had been dating for a year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a lot. Okay, so they've been together six months, and they're talking about... Six months from now. That's... That's a long time. That's Normally in advance, yeah. I Well, I just think, like, if you're talking about a big plan like that, that is, that is the amount of time you've been together in the future do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't know that's how do you know how do you i mean she seems very sure about him but all right all right what's the question though yeah okay i agree with you though that's like it's uh tricky it's tricky okay so she says as excited as i was i turned him down for now less because of how i feel and more because of the impression i feel like it would give oh good girl yeah well not good for like you know conforming to other people's expectations of you blah 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 but you probably made the right decision anyway um she says not oh she just she wasn't worried about the illusion that they're having sex or anything she just says the fact that i've heard from one of my friends that she feels like we're moving too fast um after a horrible previous relationship i'm honestly just so happy to be with someone who puts action behind their words he wants to be with me am i moving too fast I mean, okay, here's how I feel. But she said no, so wait. So I... Did so she no, she mean, said no for now, but oh, she no wants for, to know like if she says eventually. yes in the future. Yeah. So I was dating a guy when I was in college, but I was a freshman, and we'd only been dating like a month and a half or two months, and he was graduating from law school. So he was like 10 years older than me, and he wanted me to move in with him after like two months, and I obviously said a big fat no. This is a little bit different of a situation. You're older than I was at that time. You're at the end of college, um, or you're talking about your housing for your senior year of college, and you've been together six months. This is how I feel. As long as you're not like signing a lease six months prior, I think you're you can kind of ignore your friends. And if you're talking about moving in with each other in six months, like keep that open, keep it positive, stay positive. And then if in five months things are still going well, then sign that lease. Or if in five months you're like, all right, I think it's maybe a little bit better for us to like live apart and maybe I don't want to move in with someone until I'm like engaged or I've been with them for a couple years or I'm just not sure this is working out, then you can still reevaluate it. Just don't put anything like contractually down. That's how I feel. Yeah. I would say like you can tell him you want to move in with him if that's your gut. Don't listen to your friends that are saying that you're moving too fast. I know they're just being protective, but you kind of have nothing to lose, to be honest, by saying yes Unless he makes you sign a lease. Right. Well, I think, I don't know. I don't think there's ever a reason to rush moving in with somebody because, first of all, if he is the guy that you're going to marry, like you said, you think he is, then you will live with him for the rest of your life. So you might as well enjoy your time alone now. Like, there are definitely downsides to living with people. Let's talk about what they are because we both <laughs> live with people. What are the downsides for you? For me... And you moved in just to just for context after a year and a half? Um, Yeah. No, after two years. It was about two years. Okay. So, I really miss watching TV before bed. I can't watch TV because it disturbs Ian's sleeping. Um, I feel sometimes like you move out of your parents 
home and you have like freedom and you like create your own rules and you're like, I'm going to eat candy for dinner and like, I'm going to leave that cup there and I'm going to leave it there for a week. And when I put it in the sink, it's when I'm ready to put it in the sink. And then you move in with someone like a significant other and then you kind of have to live by somebody else's rules again. Like it's like, and they have to live by your rules too, but like you have to be respectful of each other in a way that you don't even have to be respectful of a roommate. I feel like, because it's like, I I don't know why it's different. It's like, I never had a roommate, like pick up my cup and yell at me that I didn't put it in the sink, but I had a boyfriend. I guess you never lived with me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, maybe I just had nice roommates. Yeah. And maybe Ian's a jerk. No, no. Um, But yeah, so it's definitely like adapting to somebody else's rules. I agree with that. I moved in with Nick after a year and a half. And I have to say that first year, while obviously we loved each other and stuck it out, it was really hard. We fought a lot that first year. It would be little things. Like I'd be like, hey, can you drop off our laundry at the drop off laundry place? He'd be like, yeah. And then I'd come home and it would be dropped off. I'd be like, can you drop it off tomorrow? Because I I left for work before they were open. Not like I was being a lazy ass or bossy. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'd come back and it would be done. And like that would happen three times. And the fourth time I would like lose my shit. and be like, I'm at work all day. <laughs> you get to work from home. Like just throw all the fucking laundry. And right. like, that's not how you should talk to people at all. And that's right. like not good for a healthy relationship. And so maybe you don't have that problem and you won't do that. But just things like that. But you will find, yeah, like the types of things that you fight about will change when you live together, I think. I mean, it's healthy. Everybody fights. Yeah. Like I have, a, I have a friend who used to live with that she was talking about her ex-boyfriend. She's now married to another guy. And like, and like he's maybe a little controlling, but she was talking about her ex who we all loved and thought was really nice. And she was like, yeah, but uh, like he, he was just so messy. He would like leave the toothpaste and it would be like goopy all over the sink. And like, <laughs> I swear to God, that's like one of the reasons that their relationship didn't last. And just things you would net that wouldn't bother you when you go over to someone else's apartment or house bother you when you live with them. Totally. Cause like that, yeah, they're like little things that just start to build up. And I think that like Ian hates my music. He's starting to like be like, I can't, I can't deal with your music anymore. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying we're going to break up over that, but like, that's a little thing that I think used to be cute. Like when he would come visit me in my apartment and I'd be like listening to my show tunes, he'd be like, oh, you listen to like grown up children's music, basically. (laughs) And he thought it was adorable and I would like sing and it was great. And now when it's like every single day, he's like, this is too much. I don't want to hear Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat first thing in the morning. Oh, (laughs) I I mean, I I kind of side I side with both of you because... (laughs) If Nick was like listening to like yelly hard rock, like rah, the devil, rah, the devil, I would, I would also not be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. N- not that show tunes is equivalent to that, but, but I for guess some people it is, I think. Yeah. So I'm just like trying to put myself in the position of if someone was listening to music I didn't like, but at the same time, I'm like, let me listen to whatever the F I want. Right. So yeah, that kind of stuff's really hard. My point. Yeah. I think our point is don't rush this and play it by ear. Yeah, I think you just need to make sure you have a solid foundation between the two of you before you move in together because you don't want to break up over petty things, mm-hmm. like the things that we're talking about. Yeah. So like as long as you guys like have a solid foundation, you won't. Yeah. 
I think that's good. Okay, next we have a question from Anonymous. Anonymous says, seven months ago, I met a guy through Tinder. I'm a 23-year-old girl from the USA, and he's a 27-year-old guy from the UK that was here for work. We went on a dinner date, and it went really well. We spent like four hours talking. I showed him some touristic spots, and then we banged like rabbits in his hotel room for the week, and it was A++++++. Great. Sounds beautiful. Yeah. She says it was totally unexpected. Um, she says, I'm still going on dates, but nothing compares to that week in connection I had with the British guy. We've been texting ever since, sometimes sexting, talking about life and about meeting again. I bought a cheap flight to England. I'm leaving in two weeks Ooh. to visit him for a few days and staying at his place. Um, was that a mistake for me to do? Fuck no. She says, I don't really want a relationship with him unless he would move here. And I want him to view me as a good friend slash fuck buddy. But I know it would be sad if he got into a relationship with somebody else. She wants, I think she wants all things. Yeah. Right now. Um, I'm not sure if I should bring this up because then it may ruin the trip. If he ends up being a fuck boy or getting scared off and ghosting me afterwards, help. Okay, so I'm confused. She said she wants him to view her as a good friend fuck buddy, but doesn't want him to be in a relationship. So you can't tell him both of those. Based, yeah, she wants it both ways a little bit. Um, okay, I think this is what I think. I think it was definitely not a mistake for you to do. Like, you you guys live in different countries. You should see where things go. But you had this amazing chemistry. Like, who knows? Like, what's that, what's that TV show on with um, Rob Delaney? and uh, catastrophe catastrophe yes this is like catastrophe just like don't go end up getting pregnant yeah, don't then, get knocked up yeah he'll get yeah if you get uh knocked up then he has to move to this is like reverse catastrophe because mm-hmm. in, in that show she uh, i think she's irish but anyways same thing he's american she's irish she gets knocked up then he moves to be with her but you could get knocked up then he moves to america whatever just don't go get knocked up uh, <laughs> if, if you take anything away from this don't get pregnant yeah but you should also watch catastrophe because it's a really great show and uh what's her name H- hornin uh, sharon sharon horn oh she's such a good writer um i definitely don't think this was a mistake but like don't go putting like labels on it at the same time because Imagine if he told you not to go on dates. You've been going on all these dates. How would you feel to be back at home and feeling kind of trapped? Like this guy you're that's kind of like your hookup dude. It, like is so far away. It's not official, but you also can't go on dates. Like that that just feels like jail. Right. So, I think you just have to like play it by ear and be really honest and open. Be like I'm going on other dates, but like I really dig you. Like what we have is special. I don't want to put a label on it yet because logistically it can't work. But I think totally feel free to tell him like how amazing you think that week was and just see how this week week is, you know? Yeah. Just see how it goes. Maybe you'll go there and realize like, oh, there was just like something in the air that week. I didn't feel the passion anymore. I hope that's not the case. I hope you have like another A++++++ week. But I think tell him that you totally dig him but also be like yeah i'm going on other dates but like like you are my main squeeze you are sexy i just want to all i think about is your dick oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah tell him that you only think about his dick (laughs) okay maybe not that part (laughs) um yeah yeah and just be honest with yourself about what you want because it sounds like you're like not super sure so like put some thought into what you want and then, like, don't be don't be afraid to say what you want once you know what that is. What do you think she should say? 
I mean, I don't know what she wants. But yeah, it seems like she wants a little bit of everything, like an appetizer, a sampler platter of like fuck buddy relationships. Right. She's like, I. She said she doesn't want a relationship, but she also doesn't want him to date other people. She's so a hypocrite. Know just that like you me. can't have it that way, and so you got to decide between the two what you really want. I guess you should be realistic because, like you said, he lives far away. You live here. He's probably not going to move. Um, Unless you get knocked up. Right. Or maybe you should get knocked up. Don't get knocked up. But but yeah, maybe like, you know, this will be an experiment in letting go. Like go and have fun and have a magical, beautiful week at, with in England and like fuck like rabbits again. And then like, just let it be. Like just that. let it be what it is. Let it be. Let it be. People are going to be like, Laura, so you're giving advice on a podcast. And what was your last advice you gave? I told her I told the person to get knocked up. And to tell him she worships his dick was yeah, maybe I'm paraphrasing. Be like, I, I, I like your dick the most. Well, I feel like that's something Chelsea Peretti would say. I like your dick. She would, right? She would say that. Uh, if you guys want your listener questions answered, or if you have funny text messages from an app you want to share, email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow dot com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow dot com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week. We don't really have a reason of the week uh, because it's our Valentine's Day spectacular special episode. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Should I put on some sexy jazz music? Do you have some? Happy Valentine's Day, Angela. This feels like a love advice radio show from the 90s now. Uh, All right. I'm going to give you my gift first. Okay. Ooh. It's in a red, very Valentine's Day-y package. There's... Do you see something on the... I see a box that looks like Chinese food. Oh, Laura got me fortune cookies? Are I these fortune did. cookies? They're Valentine's Day-themed fortune cookies because oh. when we had shows together... Hold on, let me turn this music down. <laughs> it's getting lit. It's lit in here. When we would have shows together, we used to hand out... Uh, fortune cookies to everybody in the audience and the fortune cookies all said like funny jokes inside that we came up with and so I found some fortune cookies here we open them let's see what some of them say your, um, your dog is trying to eat them right now Sam they're not for you you can tell that they're good because Sam's nose knows well one okay. time I came home and she had gotten into our fortune cookies that were for our show and she ate like 30 of them and <laughs> but she had like somehow spent spit out the paper and the plastic so i just came home and there was like paper fortune cookie plastic and paper all over my house but she was okay she was okay she was fine good to know if your dog ever eats uh fortune cookies you don't have to call poison control yeah sam tested it okay so i really by the way this is hard not eating this right now but i don't want to crunch in your ears uh my fortune that i got says love and eggs are best when they are fresh russian proverb okay love right. and eggs are best when they're fresh i think our jokes were better to be honest i gotta say i think they were wait let's do one more all right hopefully sam won't eat this all this one. crunching no <laughs> um all right okay. all right Crack it's like you're open. here with us. It's happening yeah, in real time. Yeah, you can hear. I'm sure all that plastic in your ear <laughs> was so fun. Okay, this one has a quote from Voltaire. It says, love 
is a canvas furnished by nature and embroidered by imagination. Beautiful. Great. Great. This isn't so much a fortune. No. But that's how a lot of fortune cookies are. Yeah. They make me mad when I go to when I go to restaurants because I'm like, guys, they're called fortune cookies. They're not called like advice cookies. They're just words to live by. Uh, okay, what did you get me? You, Laura. You're welcome. Oh, was that it? Was that? There's something else in there, but it's like a real gift. You can open it later. Or you oh, want to open it now? Who has time for that? All right, open it now. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's a guys. It's a perfume bottle with like a with a atomizer. Is that what they're called? The little spray because spritzies. Ian got you perfume for your anniversary recently, so I thought you could put it in your new your new glass perfume thing and it's mustard colored which is your favorite which I color love. thank you very much laura You're i welcome. love using these because i feel like i'm like a 1940s dame yeah you are like a burlesque lady yeah okay give okay. me my present all right um <laughs> all right it's in here a you go big box in the shape of a heart so cute love the box classic what did you give me oh my god this is for sam Sam, oh, she's going to hate you. She's going to hate you. You got me a Cupid costume for Sam. That's so cute. It's a little diaper for oh. her to wear. And what is this? This Oh, this is for me. Oh, vibrating panties from adamandeve.com. I just let all of our show sponsors Did provide you? my Valentine's Day gifts. Yeah, I was going to say, you must have gotten these for free. Um, surprise, guys. I think that's the special gift we all get. Wow. <laughs> uh, so I just like wear these on the subway and have a bunch of orgasms. Yeah, so you put them on. They're black lace panties. Um, and they vibrate. Thanks. Not no problem that I already have two of them from I my mean, own Adam and Eve. But you can never have too many. No girl can never have too many vibrating panties. I assumed you would wear them during sexy times, but I like that your first thought was to wear them out in the big city. No, that that was your idea. No, you were like, oh, I'll wear these to work. I was like, no, oh, I, I thought did. I thought you were gonna wear them one Nick, but okay. Wait, I did not, okay. guys. I did not say that. I did not say that. You are. 100% making this up. I would never, I don't want to have orgasms in public. It's not my thing. Well, I'm not, you have the option now. I did read like an article once of some girl that did that. I think it was in Cosmo. Anyways, it was weird. It was weird. Um, I think, thanks for my gift. You're welcome. Uh, I think, thanks for mine. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> On that note, it's time for our Valentine's Day breakdown. <laughs> What kind of game do we have this week, Angela? You created it. I did. Okay, so here's the setup. Whether it's Galentine's Day or Valentine's Day or Palestine's Day. Like like if you're a pal, not right. to be confused with Palestine. Right, which is a place. I think Pal- Palestine's Day is like the male equivalent of Galentine's Day. Yeah, bunch of pals hanging out. Sure. Galentine's Day, a bunch of gals. Got it. On the most romantic day of the year. So what? no matter what you're celebrating, lots of people will be eating some sugary treats this February 14th. So we've created a game to help you tell the difference between whether you're enjoying a confectionery treat or something a little sexier in a game we call Brand of Candy or Strip Club. Woohoo! I'm excited to play this. Okay. All right. I'm going to pass over the win and lose buttons to you, Angela. Take Thank control. You. Normally, I'm the one doing those. This is but so uh, I'm the one that's going to be playing this game. So uh, shoot it at me. I already feel like a winner. <laughs> this is so... I feel powerful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. First up, brand of candy or strip club. 
Wiggles. Oh, God, Wiggles. Uh, okay, that could totally be a strip club. Strip club. If people are like up there twerking, wiggling their jiggly bits, or it could be what kind of candy would that be? It's definitely not a candy I've ever had. Wiggles. I mean, like maybe a gummy bearish type of candy. Maybe a wig. Wiggles doesn't really sound like a strip club I would want to go to. Although I also wouldn't want to eat a candy called Wiggles because it would just make me think I'm going to get really fat. This is a <laughs> shitty name for either one, but. Oh, fuck. All right. I'm going to go with candy. Oh, God damn it. It is a real strip club in Queens. Uh, we could go there right now if we wanted to. Oh, great. No, pass. Okay. Gobstoppers. Okay. Candy. All right. That was an easy one. Yeah. Um, would be a great strip club name, though. That would be a better strip club name than Wiggles. I, I do agree. I don't know. I like Wiggles. It reminds me I guess of Teletubbies in a way. Yeah, I guess it is pretty playful so it makes you feel like you're not being really sleazy you're like i'm just going to wiggle yeah they're like, just wiggling they're just wiggling yeah we're just like having fun it's wiggle that's true all right god damn it now i, I should have guessed strip club uh it makes so much more sense yeah because it doesn't make you feel like you're like a sleazy dude or like like a sleazy chick trying to like check out some naked people you're like it's wiggles it's not a big deal right okay symphony bar Ooh. okay well it says bar in the title I'm trying to look at your eyes because you are not very... I'm trying to look at your face. Are oh, you, wait. Symphony Bar. It could also be like a bar of chocolate. Oh, ha, shit. Ha, ha, ha. What is it? <sighs> okay. Symphony. It's a little too refined to be a strip club. But it what could be like of, a very upscale strip club. Yeah. Oh, this is kind of like the opposite of Wiggles. Or like, a really upscale candy. Oh, God damn it. Um... Yeah, this is kind of like the opposite of Wiggles. Wiggles doesn't make you feel sleazy, but if you're going to Symphony Bar, that's super classy. You're like, I'm going to Symphony Bar. It's like, oh, I'm going to smoke a cigar and wear a bow tie. But if it was a brand of chocolate, like a chocolate bar, like Symphony Bar, mm, uh, I'm going to go with Strip Club. You wow. suck at this game. I am so bad at this game. <laughs> no, but I do. I it's a candy bar, but I love the idea for a strip club to be called Symphony Bar, and there's like a, a cello and a violin playing while they dance. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Maybe. I would be into that. Okay, I think only you and I would be into that, but we should look into starting a business. Okay, score. Uh, I'm. Isn't that is that both? Is this a trick <gasps> question? So good, Laura. <laughs> Very good job. Wow, you're talking to me like a patronizing kindergarten teacher. You did such a good job. I'm, yes. Scores is a strip club and score spelled with a K. It's a chocolate score bar. bar. Is one of, yeah, a little known chocolate bar. So yeah. I'm very impressed. My it's mom, one of my faves. My mom, you, on birthdays, she used to make these signs that all had candy bars in them, like in the sentence. So it'd be like, you would win the score of my heart. I, oh, like that's great. You know like, what? Good idea for Valentine's Day, guys. Yeah. And it had like, I, I can't think of others, but like, like you're my, I don't know. I, like, like, I want to give you a kiss. Yeah. You're worth more than a hundred grand, like hundred grand bar. Oh, so you know a lot of candy or, bars. I think that's what the bar's card called. Anyways, but it's, I guess not because I'm doing better. I, I guess it was never, I want to take you to the symphony. No. Um, okay. Gallagher's. Um, uh, I think this is also like a refined strip club. Strip club. Yeah. It is a strip club. I don't think it's refined. 
Okay, I, maybe not. I've seen the late night commercials. Oh, yeah. It's like an Irish dude that owns it. I think there's like a seafood buffet. Oh, disgusting. That is not a euphemism. Nick is like big on where you can eat seafood and where you can't. <laughs> Strip club, I would say, is, is a big, big pants. fucking no. Like he's taught me that you can't eat seafood at airports. He's like, know where to eat your um, seafood. I would agree with him on that. That's. Uh, I just love fish so much. I want to eat it anywhere. But I've gross. learned I've learned that that's a bad idea. Okay, next. Whitman's. Whitman's chocolate. Isn't that like Whitman's, like those cookies things that you are obsessed with? It's a Whitman sampler. Yes. Classic Valentine's Day candy. Yeah. Um, Starlets. Ooh. Starlets. I, okay. That would be a good name for a candy bar too. But I think that's a strip club and like it's a place I'd want to work at because (laughs) it makes you feel like you are a star. And you are a starlet. And this is just like your first gig until you make it to the big time and J-Lo hires you for one of her videos. So I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the strip strip club. club? Yeah. Very good. I'm catching on. I'm catching on. Making a comeback. Okay. Milky bar. Okay. I've heard of this. That's a chocolate bar. Oh, I thought I was going to get you with that one. Wait, you think I've never heard of a milky bar? But are you thinking of Milky Way? Oh, I yeah. <laughs> you are. Milky Bar is a candy that I had never heard of, and it sounds like a titty bar. So, oh my god! Wait, you're right. Sorry, I my brain just did association to Milky Way. No, it's good. It helped. You were right. I was trying to get you. That would have been a good one if I was smarter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next Tart and Tinies. Ooh. I, that would be such a good name for a strip club. I have a feeling that it's a candy because it's like tart little candies that are probably like tiny and easy to eat. But that would be such a fun name for a strip club. Like we're, we're we got a little like sass to us. We're tart, but we're also like tiny. But also maybe that would be a bad name for a strip club because guys don't just like tiny chicks. They like like big butts and you cannot lie. They want some women with some curves. So maybe it would be a bad name for a strip club, which is why I'm going with candy. <gasps> You're right. Yay. Very good. Good job. Uh, okay, final, final question. This is the make it or break it. Pink pony. Oh, fuck. You did the hardest one at the, till the end. I have not heard of this as a candy. Um, I guess it would be a fun name for a candy... It's just a fun name because it's Pink Pony, but it kind of makes you think of unicorns because you think of like, you think of like My Little Ponies as being like Pink Ponies, and and men are obsessed with unicorns. Like I always, are they? Yeah, men I, are obsessed I, with unicorns. Oh my god! At this store that I walk by, I think it's on North Six. There's like a butt plug that has like unicorn hair coming out the end. Oh, I love that. So like people stick it in their butt, and then it makes them look like they've got. Like a unicorn, like but a unicorn butt with like a horse tail, but the horse tail is like pink and blue and like luxurious hair, and it's like actually in their ass. Wow! So like people are into the, into that. Okay, people are Angela. <laughs> I believe you. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with I think strip club because I think like people are just so into like unicorn pink ponies. I think it's like makes you think of sex. Okay, you are right, but I disagree that ponies make me think of sex. That makes me feel weird. Why? 
because like they're ponies like my little ponies i do not feel sexual towards my little ponies i feel like i want to like play with my little ponies and then why is there a strip club called pink pony if it's not sexual <sighs> i don't know maybe i'm in the minority here that's what i'm saying that's I, I would prefer candy called pink pony yeah that'd be fun too maybe we'll start it um that was fun thanks for coming up with the game no problem i <laughs> hope that one day we can attend one of these let's go to wiggles let's go to wiggles right now all right we'll do it um we where did we go recently we went to a uh not a burlesque show we went to we went to a drag show a drag show with our guest sherry vine she was great mm-hmm. she was great oh and and she was performing with peppermint who you can see on the new season of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, guys. I get I get a text from Angela, like, I don't know, like 11 o'clock at night. She's like, oh, my God, the drag queen that we saw is going to be on Dr- RuPaul's Drag Race. And I'm so excited, but I think I'm the only one that cares about this. I was like, you are, but it's so cute that you text me and I care. And I'm really excited for you. So we're one degree removed from a star of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. And that makes can Angela you believe it, guys? So excited. Um happy valentine's day thank you for my gifts and sam thanks you as well anytime you know i love my sam yeah you do uh we um, hope thank we have- you for my guests and what's our gift to our listeners i don't know we're sending you a, a audio hug oh wait before we go i want to tell everybody that we have tickets up for south by southwest <gasps> I don't want to forget to talk about this. Guys, this is a big deal. I hope people are still listening. We are going to South by Southwest this year. We are going to be performing on Saturday night. March March, 11th. March 11th. In Austin, Texas. Um, We're going on at 3 p.m., but HeadGum, which is the network that we're on, has a bunch of shows all day long. It's you could just call it like headgum fest. That's what our our friend Lorena calls is calling it. She said I'm going to headgum fest. Yeah, I think that's what she called it. It was really fun last year, you guys. It, it was, was so fun, so cool to like meet everybody who listens to the network and meet all the other podcast people that we haven't met before. Oh, guys, we are gonna hang out. Like we will hang out. We were doing shots last year with listeners by the bar. They bought us so many shots. We were wasted. We will do shots with you. We also are gonna pick someone out from the audience who wants to have a, a question answered like live like yes yeah, so you'll be on, on the show if you come to the north door but yeah even that we're, we're just going to be around all day hanging out we'll talk to you about your dating problems in person we'll drink with you at the bar we'll dance with you we will be chilling there all day come meet us if you bought our book bring it with you we'll sign your book take pictures we're like we just like love meeting people that listen to our podcast so that's going to be in austin texas out south by southwest on saturday march 11th we're going up at 3 p.m oh i gotta change that on our website it still says 9 p.m <laughs> 3 p.m we are going on at 3 p.m tickets are only 10 bucks like that is a fucking deal yeah so and you can buy them on our website right yeah, you can buy them on our website. Uh, that's the easiest link, I think, to give people. But if you just go to thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com and click our tickets page, because, um, yeah, the, the the actual link is really long. So if, just go to our events page on our website, and that'll be the easiest way to get the tickets. Um, and, yeah, thanks for listening to our Valentine's Day special. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. For for more fun stuff from us, check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. 
You can also get more updates from us if you follow on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. That's Y-O-U-R-E single show. Yeah, you can also follow me. I am at Laura Lane on Twitter and on Instagram. I, I changed it again for, I think, the 15th time <laughs> since we started a podcast. I just keep changing my name till I find one that I like. Who are you now? now I was the Laura Lane but and one of our listeners found that one for me because before I had like Laura Lane with like a bunch of underscores and then one of our listeners messaged me and said hey I looked and the Laura Lane's available and I was like oh you're the best fuck those underscores <laughs> and but then but then a couple of people were like the Laura Lane sounds a little pretentious like you're like the Laura Lane like and I was like oh that's probably that's kind of true so now I'm Laura Lane rad and Rad is the last name of my husband, Nick. And I don't, I didn't take his last name. I'm a very independent woman. I don't think women need to take the last name of their husband. But, but it's you can cool, choose to if you want to. Yes. I, yeah, I don't look down on people that do. Right. And you can choose to on your Instagram. Yeah. So I don't have it legally, but I just, it's, I mean, the name Rad is cool. So I thought, all right, let's be Laura Lane Rad instead of the Laura Lane. So, I like that. Thanks. I'm That's glad fun. you, and yours is easy. I'm at Sparodactyl. I've never changed it. I'll probably go to my grave being at Sparodactyl. I hope they write on my grave at Sparodactyl. Uh, so you can follow me there on Twitter and Instagram. Cool. Uh, thanks for listening. Tune in next week for an all new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>